You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Fine Tune Aloha, and we've been learning the Psalkim of Rav Nochem who passed away about two weeks ago. And um, I should say that although this comes from the Sefer Siach Nochum, which collected his psalkim, some of them were, and that came out when he was 80 years old, some of these writings go back to when he was in his 30s. Uh, he was the Rav in Charleston um, in the 60s. He was born in 1932. So he was uh, quite a young man, and he was already writing these uh, basic chuvas. Now, when he published uh, these in uh, the Torah journal Hadarom, he wrote that that uh, you shouldn't rely on it for psak. Um, and of course, he was a young person at the time, but you see definitely his koach, uh, his understanding and his clarity of thinking even at that age. So, here's an interesting question that comes up, of course, on Shavuos. On Shavuos, uh, there is the minik to eat the milchiks. Um, the kids want to have the cheesecake. Um, they just had their meat meal. Can you give them a cheesecake? How long do they have to wait? So, it is connected to, 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 to milk and meat and Shavuos. Issues always come up. When to eat the cheesecake? But what about the separation between milk and meat? And how machmer do you have to be for children? So let's see the question. So. So let's take a look here about the minig of waiting between milk and meat. It's a little girl. She's only nine months old. Do you have to be worried about if you if you're already feeding her meat and milk? I guess at this point, do you have to worry about any sort of issue of separating between milk and meat for such a young child? Okay, what about they're a little bit older? How does chinuch work in terms of how long they have to wait? So this takes us back, of course, to the Gemara, the Gemara Nachulim, and Daf Kufei. If you eat meat, you can't have cheese. Again, the cheese was hard, but we'll see. We'll, we'll talk about the, what the cheese was a little bit later. Gvino, this is what this what the cheese a hard cheese. I see. In other words, you can't eat it immediately afterwards. I get it. You eat meat, you can't eat gvino. Okay, but what about this? In other words, how about, I'm not eating it right afterwards, but there's still meat, there's still meat between my teeth. That was Acha Bar Yosef's question. And as Rashi says, I'd like to have some cheese now. Do I need to take it out of my teeth? It's not in my mouth, but it's still in my teeth. So, what did Rav Chista answer? The Pasuk says, right? The meat is still in between their teeth. So you see that even though they've, they've, they've chewed it, 
those particles that are in the mouth, that are in the teeth, that's called meat. So you're still having meat and milk together. Okay. So this is where, of course, the, where this, this is the aside of separating, of waiting between milk and meat. Amar Marukva. Marukva said, I am like vinegar and wine, as far as my father goes. My father, if he would eat meat on one day, he'd wait a complete 24 hours before he would eat hard cheese. The ilu anoa, but my, myself, Marukva said, I don't eat it in this meal. I'm still in the middle of this meal. I won't eat uh, cheese after if I start with milk with meat. But But I will eat it at the next meal. And of course, a remevur. Me'ikaradin, the Yisr is Gvina with the meat together. But Ulam, Kozman, Sheyesh, Adayin, Shayari, Basar, Ben Hashinayim, that was the question that Achabar uh, Yosef asked, meat between the teeth. So that was the secondary din that still has a halacha of meat. So what you need to do is, the whole idea of waiting, the whole svar of waiting is, either you clean your teeth, get the meat out of there, or even though it's true it was meat while they were biting it, and a little bit afterwards when they had swallowed most of it. But if you wait, that's the idea of waiting. Even if you don't, brush and you don't floss, that meat, hours later, is not considered meat anymore. It's already been worked upon by the enzymes in your mouth. It's sitting in your mouth there. It's no longer really meat. And therefore, the Chachamim, as you saw, one of them said, I'm going to wait a day for that to change. But that's where you get the whole idea of waiting between milk and meat. Now, Amnam, we know the Rishonim argue about this. And there's different customs among various communities how long they wait. In other words, even if they're going to go, even if they're going to Paskin, like Marukva, uh, to wait till the next meal. What does the next meal mean? What does that mean, till the next meal? So Toysvus in Hulin says, what does the next meal mean? It doesn't mean a whole 10-hour waiting. Let's say they used to eat at 10 o'clock and then they would eat at, uh, um, at, at, uh, at 8 o'clock. Or let's say they would eat at, they, they would, they would say they 10.30 and 6.30. Either way, it was a decent amount of time. Maybe, let's say it was even six hours. Tyson says it doesn't mean to wait till the next meal, the way people would eat two meals a day. Taisus says in the Gemara, in Chulin, that even immediately, 
Uberach, if you take the table away and you bench and then you bring another meal, mutter. So according to Tosfos Meikar Adin, <laughs> you could actually have milk and have cheese at the very next meal because it's just a harchaka. And, and, and darchok is enough because it's based on the next meal. So it could even, it could, it could be mamish the next meal. Now, that's Tosfos. And the Ramah brings Tosfos in Yeridea where the Ramah says, when the Ramah says that we know the Rambam and others say it's six hours, they learn the Suda, Mar'ukva meant the Suda, and a Suda means six hours. But Tesis doesn't say that. Tesis says it's the very next meal. And the Ramah brings that Tesis in Yeridea, in the Hilchas Basar V'cholov. The Ramah brings that. V'yesh omrim, de'ein srichim lahamten sheishos. Rak miyad. Im silek uberach berchas hamazon. If you take the table away and you bench, but you need one thing. You need to wash your mouth out. Mutter al yedei kinuach v'hadocha. Tesis doesn't mean you could just start a new meal and do nothing about the meat that's within your between your teeth. You still need to uh, squash the water around, like uh, take a wash your mouth out, then rinse it again, clean your mouth and rinse it, and that would be enough. However, despite the fact that minigaboshet b'medina seilu, so you have Tesis is almost immediately. The Rambam is six hours. The Ramah, writing about the Ashkenazi lands, writes, and even though he was in, in, in the Ramah was in Krakow, he was not in Germany, but he says, Basically, you would wait one hour, and then they would eat cheese. And that was the minigs hundreds of years ago. That was the, the minig there in those Ashkenazi countries. Now, the Ramah writes that's the minig, but his cousin, the marshal, his cousin, the marshal, first or second cousin. Rabbi. Yes, Jack. Rabbi. Yes. The minag or the Torah? I don't mean it's it's not it's 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 a it's a it's the it came out of the Gemara, Jackie. It's not from the Torah, and it's and it's from it, it's it's a machlok at how to learn the Gemara. So the 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 Ashkenazim, the original Ashkenazim, or the ones in that part of Europe, they based on Tosfos, they would say, look, the next meal, it, can, it, it isn't it isn't an idea of amount of time. Yes, you should do something about if there's meat particles within your teeth, you should wash your mouth out. But in terms of waiting, you don't have to wait a, a, a specific amount of time. And that's what the Rav Mo wrote, and he put it in Shulchan Aruch. Now his cousin, the marshal, either first or second cousin, maybe maybe further, but I think it's I don't think it's anything further than a, a second cousin. What does he say? He says, The marshal and the Taz in Shulchan Aruch says, "Bnei Tera should go like the Rambam. They should go. They, they should wait six hours." Now after Kach. If you look at the Rambam, you see, and others, that it means within the sixth hour, whether it's five and a half or five plus, he tells you to look, in, and you can see his other Truva Sefer, which I don't have here ready. Okay. Now, so that's in terms of, and of course, we know 
that many of us have accepted what the marshal said and the Taz and wait into the sixth hour or even six complete hours. Um, but Boram calls on more of Torah. You've got to be an adult. You have to be someone like the marshal calls a Ben Torah. But if you're talking about your kids, Sha'enam b'nei mitzvah adayin. Vaday sha'en lahach mer kolkach. So what do you do? But whatever your minig is, based on their age, they'll wait, out, they'll wait within that time period. Look, see how strong they are. Which is the same lotion that is used by Yom Kippur, by Yom Kippur, by fasting. Based on their age and strength and their desire, maybe overwhelming desire, you get them used to it. The Shiloh was a little baby. He's only nine months old. He probably doesn't even have teeth yet. And if he has teeth, he doesn't, maybe has two or three teeth. So there's no chinuch. So you don't have to wait at all. So if you're giving your baby meat, <laughs> and then you want to give uh, a bottle of cow's milk, of milk, no problem. Now, what are you going to say? Oh, you're, you're feeding your child something sir. You're not supposed to give a child, even a baby, something that's osir to eat, right? Even if it's only nisir to Rabbanon, you want to say it's rabbinical. But isn't it rabbinically osir to have cheese now and milk, and you're giving it to your baby? So he says, The whole thing comes from meat between the teeth. So someone or a baby that doesn't really have the teeth, there's no there's no Easter the Rabbanan here at all. And this is something that uh um then he quotes the Sam Seifer. I'm not sure what this is exactly, but I'm sure something made out of something I think I guess it's it's like yogurt, the meme chalav, it's like the, the residue of the milky residue, like in, 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 in cream and yogurt. So he said if a person is ill. And, and the doctors say he needs it for refuah. So he doesn't have to wait any longer, even an adult, any longer than an hour. That's the Chassam Seifer from Hungary, the Chumrah. That, that, why? Because I assume it's not milk, it's not cheese. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, right, in a way... But, but also because, right, yeah, it, it, obviously if, you, if they're ill, but, but I, I think the point is, is that it's a, uh, you know, it's not cheese, it's just meimei chalav, and if there's a reason why they need to drink it, so, okay, an hour, like, you, you could go with the hour sheet of the Ramah, and that would be fine, even if you usually wait six hours. Now, now, obviously, even a, a baby, uh, you shouldn't give them milk and meat together. Why? Well, first of all, if you mix milk and meat together and you put it mamish together or, or you boil it together, it becomes like one dish. That's real basar b'cholov. That's the real iser. And therefore, if, you've, if you have, and you don't want to give even a baby something that's a chepz of iser. 
giving them milk after meat is not a chefta visser. That's not even a darabon if they have no teeth. Now, but even a baby with no teeth, if you give him basar b'cholav, that's isser. That's like putting chazer into their system, and we don't do that. Right? That's against, that's, it might be, that might be an isser from the Torah to give a child uh, a son that's usser. And also, there's another issue. It's usser bahanoah. Because if you, if you baked, if you cooked it together, basar b'cholav is usser bahanoah. And by you feeding your baby that, you don't have to get Gerber's. So that's, that's the Hano of the baby eating that, that's, that's incumbent on you to feed them. So that's being Nana from a dove that's also Bano. It's also Bano. Now, you love them B'nai Chinuch, but let's say they're already eight, nine, they understand. Okay, so how, do you, how should you do this in terms of training them between milk and between meat and milk? So the first thing, of course, is go back to the Gemara. Get the meat out of their teeth. So what they should do is, they should brush and floss after they eat meat. And then, based on their age, have them wait. Now, but you know your kids. It's, get them into the policy, Rev. Renovich says, to, to brush and get rid of that meat particles. And this way they're starting. But in terms of waiting, like the Rambam, or like the Marshal of six hours there, he says, you don't have to do that. And he wants to bring a raya, a beautiful raya, from a medrash. And this medrash has a connection to Shuas as well. Um, and he quotes from the Psik, the Rabosai, the Isholem uh, edition, that was Mayor Friedman, uh, who was uh, a teacher in the, in the Breslau Seminary, and wrote uh, many editions of the Medrashim and the, uh, of the Mechilta and the Sifrei and the Teres uh, So if you, his edition, it says the following. When God wanted to write, I guess, the Luchos for the second time, he wanted to, he was Mochel Klal Yisrael, and we're going to write again the Luchos for Klal Yisrael. The angels said, no, you shouldn't give it to them. Look what they did the first time. Look how, look how they ruined Martin Taylor the first time. Don't give them another chance. Amr Lehem HaKadosh Baruch God said to the Malachim, Atem Hem Shemakaimim you, you guys want to fill the Torah? Angels want to fulfill the Torah? I'm going to show you those little kids, those Jewish children that are just barely weaned fulfill the Torah more than you. Why? When they leave their schools, and again, I guess this must have been in the future, not at Har Sinai. But when they leave their schools, and in other words, he's looking at, at from God's perspective, he was looking at the, the, the Jewish history from the ages, and he said, "Look, when they leave their school, if they have some a meat sandwich to eat, the chalav or milk." They do not, in other words, first they eat their, 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 their corned beef sandwich and they don't get their, drink their milk or have their piece of cheese until 
They wash their hands. That's what the Medrash says. These children wash their hands from meat. So the Medrash says, they wash their hands from the meat. But you, when I sent your group to Avram Avinu, he gave you meat, the tongues of the animals, right? The chalav and the milk. And you guys ate milk and meat together. Right? And they ate it. So this was God's time to back. The Malachim ate milk and meat together. And we didn't. And even little school children don't. Even the little school children of Jewish history do not. But how does it describe the way they don't eat it? So he says, Again, a beautiful diuk Rav Rabinovich is making from this medrash. God, according to this medrash, God was show, showing the malachim, showing the angels about the, the school children. What do you think the school children are? Based on the Gemara Baba Basra, they're at least six or seven. That's the age when you would send them to school. That was the Takon of Rabbi Yeshua ben Gamla. So at six or seven, what do they do? They washed their hands, and that was enough. They got the meat off their hands so it wouldn't smear on the cheese. Me'ata kalvachomer. So clearly you see that a six or seven-year-old, a kid who's going to school, he's already going to day school, the JEC, whatever school he's going to, all you need to do is get them to brush their teeth, wash their mouth out, and he says, that's all they need. Just like that Medrash said. And there'll be another advantage this way, which is what? They'll also have, there'll be less cavities. There'll be less periodontal disease for them when they grow up. They're going to get used to the idea of brushing their teeth. And, yeah, and, and, and therefore, he says, Latino... Hanan is asking that a child uh, sometimes is considered a chola because he's growing and we're worried about him. So it should still wait one hour, right? He's saying you don't even have to wait one hour. That's correct. Right. And he's actually being more mako than the chsam seifer. That is true. And it's an incredible... Hanan, you got to admit, I mean, wow, this medrash came out of left field, but, you know, <laughs> you know he's banking on it. And he feels again... He That's feels, a really cool medrash. What? It, it's it, a very it is, interesting medrash. It is, right? Right? Yeah. And, he's, and, and, and his brilliance was being medallic in it, about a child, six, seven, right? Going to school. So now he's got it. So in other words, according to him, you can really, you know, at the kindergarten or at the first grade or second grade, you know, um, you don't have to have them wait an hour. So therefore, Latino, obviously, a baby, you don't have to wait at all. No teeth. You can't give them basar b'chol of mamish. If they're b'nei chinuch, yesh ragilim lahamtin k'tas, l'fi agil v'l'fi atzorach. And you're right, Hanan, he doesn't say specifically an hour. Could even be less if they can't, you know, if they, if they have impulse control. V'royu lamdam shitzach t'chushinayim, achrechim v'sabosar. And uh, you should, now this might be an issue on Shavuos, 
<laughs> in terms of brushing your teeth. Uh, we can talk about that in a different year. Uh, they do now, I do, I do see now they have these toothbrushes, but uh, these Shabbos and Yontif toothbrushes, that might be a question. But he says, if they're already getting older, but they haven't yet reached Bar Mitzvah, so based on what your minag is, then you should get them used to it, Lishos. But if they're really, uh, you know, the kids are small children, five, six years old, and they really want the cheesecake and everything, again, according to the way he's saying it, uh, as long as they wash their mouth out, and, and, and again, if they can use a, a brush or not, uh, he would say there'd be no problem in giving it to them. So that is the, uh, that is the milk and meat possible cheesecake desire psak from Rav Rabinovich. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 